ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to a very special 100th episode of That's Entertaining. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the culmination of a long string of episodes that have gone out mostly without a hitch <laughs> over the past hundred ye- weeks. I almost said years. years. <laughs> it's like, I'm not that old. But uh, this, there's no specific agenda this week. There's no blah, blah, blah. There's no movie to, to talk about. No Sherlock. So you're okay there. <laughs> but basically, joining me for this episode is my co-host for the past long time. 100 years. <laughs> 100 years. Um, uh, is Mr. Alex Dewey. Alex, do you remember the first episode that you came on? I I do. Uh, vaguely. Which one was it? Um, it was... Maybe I don't remember. I, I remember it was where Marvel, I was. Right? It was in it, Marvel. It was a Marvel movie. Um, I remember where I was when I recorded it. And I remember it was late at night. It was like 11. We recorded for about two hours, I think, that night. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are back in the two-hour long days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what we talked about, though. I remember talking for a long time, though, and I'm pretty sure it was a Marvel movie. I think it was. Yeah. So that, that's that been a while now, because I believe we were doing like a big Marvel run going to... What came out last year? Was it Guardians? No, Guardians was part of the run. I think it might have been... Uh, it wasn't Civil War. What was it? What was last year? <laughs> I can't remember. The years we'll have to go back. Have to go back and look. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if I was notes and prepared, I would. I would know. Too but... many movies. Too many podcasts to count. Exactly, but that's not the point. You've been around with me on this on this adventure for a while now. Um, obviously, I think you may have maybe number two or number one, probably. For you know the co-host with me, I've been on all of them obviously because oh, obviously I'm here. <laughs> um, but uh, what do you think so far? What what has your experience been from when you started to now? Kind of looking back over the episodes you've been on, the discussions you've had, the thoughts you've had, preconceived notions, all that. What is? Tell me about your adventure so far. So I've been. I've been loving it. I mean, we, I'm loving it. we have we have good discussions, right? We um, we get really down into the things that we discuss as far as movies and games go, whatever. Um, but it it gives me something to look forward to to watch, even if I've already seen it. I have that added motivation because I know I'm going to talk about it. I want to pay extra close attention. And outside of the couple of movies that we've discussed, that I just thoroughly thoroughly enjoy they're like on my top whatever list i feel real closure with these films because i get to discuss them after i'm done mm-hmm. in depth and then i i can i can move on with my life right and and i think it's great i love movies i love talking about movies i love talking about games i love it all so i've enjoyed it and i hope the listeners have as well cool well, again, I've enjoyed having you with me all along the way, so Thank you. fun time. So, looking looking back, what do you think was your favorite movie that we've discussed so far? Man, 
Star Wars was pretty fun just because I'm so passionate about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, we went that was a tough one. A lot of the Star Wars. That was a tough one. About, just... You're talking about the. I'm Force talking about episode seven. Uh-huh. And the reason that I say that, that that was a tough one to record, right? And I, I mean, we had planned on recording it one night, but I was I was so upset at you know what mm-hmm. that I just I couldn't I couldn't record. I just I had to see it again. You you actually had tickets to go see it again with me that night. I did. I did. I had a seat saved for you. I did. I left. I gave my tickets to someone else. I walked out of the theater. I couldn't do it. I was so mad. Um, the movie, the I mean, you know, now looking back on it, the movie is brilliant. You know, they, they did what they had to do. It, I think it adds to the story. It was just tough to see. It was just the, the shell shock of, of seeing my one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character, uh, go down like that. So that was probably my my favorite one because there's... There's so much hype around the movie. We both love Star Wars. There's so many so many questions were answered and so many new ones were introduced. Um, I mean, that, that had to be my favorite one, mm-hmm. hands down. I mean, the whole... I was excited to get to Star Wars, honestly. Mm-hmm. That was one of my... Woohoo! We can yeah. talk about Star Wars type <laughs> situation, you know? Yeah. We talked about Clone Wars. We talked about Rebels, the movies. And it was just so fun to be able to... To bring back Star Wars, have a have a good journey through them, kind of mm-hmm. analytically look at them again, and just even though we're such fans, try to see a little bit more than what was right, you know, presented for the fanboys, right? And I think that we were able to adequately do that. I mean, obviously, I think we shared the opinion that Episode Two could have been a lot better. But, I mean, you're always going to have rankings, and they all can't be number one, so someone has to fall to the floor, and that's episode two for me. It doesn't have to be clearly that they fall to the floor, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, then we did movies like Inception. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love yeah. uh, love Inception because it's a great film, but there's also been perilous movies that just... Make our blood boil. You remember, you remember a movie called uh, Fantastic Four? Oh, I try to not. Yes, I remember going to see it. I remember the theater was empty. <laughs> I remember the movie was awful. I almost vomited at one point because of the corniness of one of the lines. Um, and I remember the bashing. I think it was the following day on the podcast that was... Um, it was a little fun to be honest with you, but I mean, uh-huh. you know, because like, you know, after a while, when we see good movie, we when you when we schedule these movies out, it's, you know, good movie, we talk, we give try to give positive things, we try to be optimistic. It was nice to throw a just a really bad one in there, uh, not the time that I had to waste to sit through it, but <laughs> just to kind of like vent. And you know, I vented um, when we when I vent about that movie, maybe with you as well. I vent about more than just that movie it's the things within that movie i speak for all the movies that would put that same thing in there Mm -hmm. i vent for everything so it was good to get that out um you didn't keep it caged up this time exactly and that's the purpose of this podcast and i mean even if you're not on the podcast even as a listener it might be good to hear somebody vent about your frustrations as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I love. Yeah, I, I agree, Alex. What exactly? I mean, like, I can just see people in their car going, "Yes, Alex, you just you nailed it." It's like, and I'm not really talking to anybody. I'm just talking. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's not like the producers are listening to me or anything like that. Although maybe one day, you never know. <laughs> um, but are you trying to say that that was one of your favorite podcasts? No. No. X-Men, The Last Stand. Ooh. <laughs> that was a pretty fun podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, subject matters sucked. Let's just let's just be plain. I mean, yeah, there's 
You know me. Yes. I'm I'm kind of reserved. I'm laid back. Pretty mild mannered. I don't get like that often. No. When I just want to. That's why it's such a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to like reach out and ring X Men up. X Men: The Last Stand's neck and yes. be like, "What are you doing?" I know. Uh, it was such a frustrating movie because I was such a fan of, of the product, you know, the franchise. And just to and, see that. And think about this. This is, when we recorded Last Stand, this is after Days of Future Past had come out. So even though you know it's going to be course corrected, uh-huh. you were still that angry. So can oh, yeah. you imagine if we had recorded this before, what, 2011 or something like that? Oh, you would... Uh, it wouldn't have even been a podcast. Well, that's why I liked the subsequent podcast or movies so much. Yeah. You know, when I saw the last or Wolverine movie, whatever it was, the the one where he's in Japan. I think it was called the Wolverine. The Wolverine, yeah, that was good. And at the end, where they have Magneto and Xavier come, I'm just like, yes, they're mm-hmm. gonna fix everything. Finally, um, I was so excited, so jazzed from that, and that elevated that movie up to eleven for me in a lot of aspects. The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And then Days of Future Past, they did it so well where they went back and fixed all that stuff. And even though recording, I knew that that was going to be the case, still, my remembrance of going to the theater and just walking out being like, what in the world did I just see? It was so bad. Like, I... I didn't even see it in the theaters, and I'll tell you why. It's because other people told me how bad it was. Um, And I just, I couldn't do it. I just, I had to not spend money on something that I knew was going to make me angry, even though I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, X-Men is not... It, X-Men is no Star Wars to me, right? Even though if I knew something bad was going to happen and I didn't know what, I would have had to see it. I would have had to been the first to see it if it was Star Wars. X-Men, I can kind of wait a little bit. So I recorded it in the privacy of my own home. Or uh, I watched it in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> did you punch um, your TV? I, I did not record it. Actually, I, I did... I did <laughs> The opposite. I uh, I was very angry. I yelled and screamed a lot. And uh, you know what? Four or five years later, I podcasted about it, and I got to watch someone else share my emotions. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like, pretty bad. Just what were they thinking? Ah, oh, this is what's happening. I'm stuck. It's yeah. dredging up memories, it, man. You know, sometimes movies do this in a bad way, right? They they try to take everything that you that they think the viewers want to see or whatever the viewers think is most likely to happen and they just want to blow it up. They want to shock the viewers. And sometimes that works out and sometimes it, it it's X-Men The Last Stand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they were on the wrong end of it so they had to, to spend another, what, hundred and something million dollars to do a movie that fixes it. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, along the way... We've been able to go to the theater and chill back, chill back, sit back. Chill, chill out, chill back, sit back. <laughs> and, you know, watch watch movies. And we've gone through, I think there, we both saw, obviously, um, and when we were down south, what, what movie was it? We Doctor saw Strange? Doctor Strange in Atlanta. In a good theater. Very good theater. So, I mean, we've, we've run the gamut, I think, as far as seeing movies in theaters. We've, we've seen them in okay theaters. We've seen them in... Really good presentation theaters, and not so good theaters. But I love, we've talked about it before, the the aspect of the cinema, how it's kind of changing and shifting these days. Mm-hmm. These new cinemas that you see, like we went to down there, they they have a full bar. You can take beer into the, into the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they have assigned seating so you don't have to worry. Like, it's really nice not to have to be, like, sitting in a theater. Because if you want a good seat, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go to the theater and sit there for, like, 30 minutes before and just sit, right? And that's not fun. But it's really... The way that things are going with the assigned seating and having just being able to chill out, because we were sitting out in the little lobby for a while, just kind of just sitting around. I mean, we walked in maybe only a couple minutes before the start time of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to wait around for people to make my iced tea and stuff, and so... The, the rough life, huh? Oh, rough life. <laughs> $7 iced tea. That's... Okay, that don't even get started on that. That is the one, the biggest issue with movies, and it always has been is the price of concessions. Mm-hmm. It's just, evidently, they don't make their money on ticket sales. Evidently. Even though ticket sales can be pretty pricey. I don't know. I mean, some of these movie theaters with the buildings that they're in, the size, the quality of the buildings, the I think they make plenty of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, So I, I, I think, like we talked about before, I think movie theaters have to move towards that immersive experience for the for the, if if they want to stick around right everything's going digital everything's going instant streaming um they have to make it you know the, the 3d is cool because not a lot of people still have 3d technology in their in their own homes right i mean 3d flopped in in, in your house i mean yeah. honestly it did yeah i mean 3D, 4k is bigger than 3d ever was yeah exactly and i mean you, you got to do that you got to do uh the comfy seats the the reserved seating I thought was really cool. I mean, imagine, like, you remember how many people were at the premiere of Episode 7? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everybody was concerned with their seating. Just out in the line, they're like, I, I can't leave because I can't lose my spot. I don't want to get a crappy mm-hmm. seat. So, I mean, imagine if that's gone away, the full bar, maybe a restaurant, you know, all these different options. Um, that's what they're going to have to do, and that's what they need to do to stick around. But, you know, I've always said if I was president, the one, not the one, but... Like the first bill I would pass would say, for all the movie theaters, theme parks, all these places that don't allow outside food in, that's fine. If you're not going to allow outside food in, you have to charge fair market pricing up to a certain percentage for any of the products that you sell. Why should I not be allowed to bring in a water that I can go down the street of Walgreens and get for a buck? Why should I have to throw that away, come in just to hydrate myself pay four dollars for water that's just that's that's ridiculous i mean maybe a dollar fifty that's 33 percent markup maybe a dollar you know what i mean what about your intense crunch experience (laughs) i'll tell you what i've never again i've never been to a theater where someone recommended a candy i love that based on the movie i was seeing i mean with the exception of like if the candy was like specific to the movie in some way Mm -hmm. i get the recommendation um I didn't. <laughs> it was interesting, right? This movie's intense, so you gotta have you gotta have these intense like crunch bites. Like, <laughs> what? How is that yeah, intense? Yeah, okay, I- intense, right? So when it's like super quiet and he's in and and, and Doctor Strange is in intensive care and it's like this really somber tone. You hear Alex in the back of the theater, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Good <Intense>. recommendation. <laughs> At least he didn't recommend chips. Right. <laughs> here, here, take some uh, nachos. But it, it was personal, right? He was personal. I liked it. It, it, it was funny. It, you know, it. I definitely remember it, and I remember that theater too for the experience. And that's kind of what other theaters need to strive for if they want to stick around. Otherwise, everybody's going to be at home with their 4K slash 3D TVs, and there's going to be a service that comes out that you can pay 
20 bucks to stream a new title that just hit hit theaters, quote-unquote, and you have a bunch of friends over and watch it that way. That's what's going to happen if these theaters don't step it up. I agree. Okay. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, it's that, coming. That, that's why these, these theaters are changing, and I'm glad they are, um, because there's even theaters that are... I don't know how... If you're in a movie that you just want to be immersed by, I don't know how much I would like this, but in some movies it would make sense, is you can order food to be brought to you and eat it like while you're watching the movie. Yeah, because that's what I would do at home, mm-hmm. right? So, like, for movies that I've seen before, I would do that. But, like, I don't... The first time I watched, the first time I watched Star Wars, I don't want pancakes. Right. I want maybe some popcorn. Yeah. But Not, I want to be glued to that Something TV that you can that just reach your hand, grab it, throw it in your mouth without detracting your eyes from the screen. Mm-hmm. That's what you're... Yeah. And, you know, you've been to uh, restaurants and stuff where people are always clanking around. There's a stuff clanking. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Can you imagine if that's the case inside of a theater? Like, inside of, like, a... In Titanic... When when they're on the when they're on the raft, <laughs> someone's like, <laughs> you know, exactly, exactly, yep. But I don't know. I think it's cool to see what's what's gonna come of that because, like you said, you could just be at home, more comfortable, just relax and having people over, Spend talking if you want to. Of money. I think I would have enjoyed Fantastic Four a lot more if I was at home watching that for the first oh, yeah. time. I mean, just because I would be able to yell at the screen at the same time. Oh, we even we even made comments in the theater because there were there was nobody there. There was nobody there. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, definitely. But we've also seen gems in the theater where there was nobody there, like Zoolander Two. Remember that? Did you we call that one a gem? A gem. A gem. Okay. <laughs> um, remember, I think there was more people in Zoolander Two than there was in Fantastic Four, though. That's pretty sad because I think there was only one other person in. <laughs> Zoolander, like besides us. Because seriously, I think we we dragged our wives with us yep. to go see Fantastic Four, and I think maybe even Jamie came with us. Actually, my wife wasn't there. It was your wife, Jamie, maybe like his his girlfriend, maybe. and yeah, I mean there was like four or five of us, and then Zoolander too. It was me, my wife, and you, and then I think there was like two or three people that are in one other group sitting way in the back, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. So like, I love Zoolander. It was a great movie. It's a renter. I love Zoolander, the first one. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. The first one was so oh, funny, yeah. so good. You know, it's classic. 20 years almost later, they decided to pull out another one like they did with Independence Day, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't quite have the market share or recon- recognizability, I guess you could say. Yeah. Because, you know, to me, in my time, when I first saw Zoolander, it was it was brilliant. It was perfect. It was hilarious. Now, where did you see it? Did you see it in theaters, or did you see it at your home, or at I a probably party? just saw it at home because I remember having a VHS of it. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember having a VHS of that movie, and I got a DVD a lot later on, and I think I have a Blu-ray of it now. It's a, it's one of those movies like Anchorman, yep. right? It's yep. kind of timeless mm-hmm. for for that Anchorman, another movie that they brought out a sequel to that just. You know, couldn't. It's hard to do comedy. It gets sequels. too complicated and it gets too outrageous sometimes in these satire movies. You know what I mean? And sad tire movies. Sad tire. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and I think this kind of speaks to the way that the theaters are evolving as well, right? I mean, a good successful theater, uh, a movie in a theater nowadays are the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have the fan base and the people are willing to come. Well, out. you get the sound and everything yeah, that you want with big, it. Yeah, they're big. They're explosive. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're very immersive. You don't see a lot of comedies doing that anymore, mm. right? They just don't. They just don't do well in the theaters. I mean, people are happy. There's so many 
things they're, out there to do. Netflix is like a perfect distribution thing for those types. Exactly. Of things. Yeah, and people are happy to wait. Uh, especially with some of the new deals that next Netflix has been rolling out, they're dropping seasons at a time. They're dropping movies only months after they left theaters. I mean, they people are happy content to wait. now. Yeah. yeah, or or you can just wait a couple, you know, a couple weeks after they leave theaters, and they'll hit the video stores, the ones that are left anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, that's just how it's going now, unfortunately. Yeah. But but looking back, did we ever talk any games, or was it always movies or TV? See, it's mostly movies or TV because I, I, I don't play that many games. I mean, you know, I, I sat down because I knew we were going to kind of be doing an overview, and I I listed my top five movies of the year that I saw that came out this year. And I listed, when I went to list the top five games, um, I only had five <laughs> <laughs> that I actually played enough that I thought would be able to rank. So, uh-huh. you know, they all made the top five. One of them was a game I recently got, and one of them is a game that didn't even out yet. <laughs> so, I wasn't on your top five list. <laughs> because I know it's going to be good. Uh, what game <laughs> is that? <laughs> so I put Gears on there because I've played all the other Gears. I love Gears. Gears was my number four game. Um, Gears of War 4? Gears of War 4 <laughs> is, your number four? Num- is number four. Completely coincidental. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, just, that's just really sad. So we've mostly talked... Movies, because, I don't know, it's easy for me to... You know, I can't play every game like that with my wife, and there, sometimes it's more time investment to learn about the game than just an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, for the to sit down and watch the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like kicking kicking back and, you know, just relaxing when I'm at home, because I, I sit up at a desk at a computer all day. I don't want to be that intense about something else that i'm doing it's just it's i just like it to be very casual yeah same thing here it's like when you go home a lot of people like oh pc masteries i'm like well okay sure but i'm at a computer all day looking at monitors and i just don't want to it's too much that's not how i want to spend my free time nope like that's why i prefer sitting back on a couch with my you know my dogs running around my wife with there with me and watching stuff at home because that's more communal than playing a game but when i play games that's my preferred setting too because again you're just sitting back relaxing you might have your dog on your lap with you or sitting next to you on the couch exactly you can't have that on a desk chair i mean you could if you have have a small theater either yeah no dogs in the theater that's another thing i wonder if service dogs they have to be allowed in the theater i'm sure but it's like I don't know. Nice kick back on the couch or in a mm-hmm. recliner and have the dog right there with you. So have a blanket on, dog yeah. snuggle up next to you. Especially when it's cold outside, you got like maybe the fireplace on, or it's nice and nice and warm and cozy inside. It's just you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. So we talked maybe on the podcast. I, I know I did it with Jared. We talked about The Witcher uh, when that came out. We kind of just did a discussion after that. Uh, there's not a ton of game content that we've done on this. We've just kind of talked about what we've been playing, you know, week in, week out, right. usually. I mean, the most in-depth I probably went is Madden. That's just because of my season. love for football, right? I spend the most time on Madden probably of any other game mm-hmm. out there, so that's why. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, gaming, obviously I do the the Play Some Video Games podcast, yeah. and so that's kind of my, my channel for gaming these days. Right, exactly. But, um, I don't know, like, I, I like doing our, our weekly what you've been playing type stuff yeah, and things for like sure. that, but I don't know if, if there's going to be a, a good case going forward to trying to dedicate a whole thing to it. Like, I've, we've done Final Fantasy VII, 
that was one of our early ones. And The Witcher, I can't remember if we did any others or not, but after that... I would agree. It, I mean, it's, definitely it's with me as the co-host, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, The Witcher is a 100-hour investment to try to beat that exactly, game, right? Exactly. Movies, two, three hours. Maybe you do it less frequently, maybe on a monthly basis rather than a weekly basis, or, um, you know, just, just break for games for a little bit, let them come out. You know, let everybody play them and, and, and see what they're about, and, and we can catch up, right? We can do, like, a game catch-up or something like that. Game like cats up. I, cats up. <laughs> I've, been out of, I've been out of games for, you know, a couple of years now, and, I mean, this is actually one it's of the better years. because we're playing Destiny. Destiny, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, I mean, this has actually been one of the better last, you know, year, year and a half, two years of games coming out that I'm actually really excited about. Um, but there's like there's, like, a big gap in there where it was, like, I didn't have the motivation to play anything that was coming out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I I still love playing games and stuff, but as I get older, I really find myself enjoying shorter game experiences like the Telltale games. Solitaire. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Peek out behind the scenes later real quick. Um, Before this this, uh, podcast recording started, I, I read that Microsoft had released on the iOS the... Uh, solitaire app, so you can play a solitaire on iOS, and uh, you can earn achievements, achievements while doing so. There it is. That's so the that's reason. the reason I actually started doing it. I have never played solitaire. I don't know how to play solitaire, oh my God. and so I'm using. I'm trying to learn it, and I feel like an old man. Like <laughs> looking at modern games today, like how do you move the thing around? And it's super easy to play, I'm sure. And then Alex is like, "Yeah, my grandpa would school you in this." Like, I feel like he would because I just don't know what's going on. My grandpa plays it live, not iOS. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But uh, it's it is what it is. You want your achievements. You look at the achievements, and then you'll go for those objectives, right? I mean, I don't even I didn't even look at the achievements. I just like oh, really? I need to figure out how to play solitaire because <laughs> I should probably know how to play solitaire if I consider myself a gamer, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean doesn't everybody know it's at me? That was like the original game, like uh, the original card game. Uh-huh. That was like it. That and war. I mean, that's about it. Slapjack. Slapjack is good. Oh man, are we having a different discussion now? <laughs> play some cards. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, back on track. Yes. Uh, when you look at selecting your games to play and your movies to watch, how, how you want to entertain yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Your TV shows. What are the criteria that you find yourself wanting to watch typically? I mean, is it, oh, if it's a superhero show or a game, I want to play that. Or if it's a drama or a comedy, I want to go that route. How do you, what do you find yourself gravitating towards usually? Um, well, so my criteria, I guess, is different for movies and games, right? Because with games, I look for replability, right? I want to know that... Replability or replayability? I say replability. Replability? Replability. How do you spell that? Like replay <laughs> Okay. It's, it sounds more distinguished if you say replayability. Like, if you say replayability, like... Um, excuse me, I'm going to go talk to the queen. Uh, I look for replayability. <laughs> but anyway, I, I look for games that I know that I can play over and over again. They're different experiences each time. A lot of that means that they're multiplayer-based, right? Because they're different because you play different people week in, week out. Um, so the the other criteria I guess I have for games is like I'm I'm a big sports fan like Bears Bulls so I gravitate towards Madden towards NBA uh, 2K um, Halo has been a big one for me that was just one of the nostalgia you know growing up on Halo that I love um, other than that it's pretty much my only criteria for games right I mean it's got to be a quality game it's it, it it's got to be smooth um, 
But movies are completely different, right? Like, I don't need to have the urge to watch a movie over and over and over again for me to want to go see that movie. Um, I don't typically look at who's in the movie. It, it, it could be anyone. I don't so that care. You don't, wanna, you don't care if Tom Cruise is in the movie or whoever? Not specifically if I'm not really interested in the movie. I want to go see that new Tom Cruise Although, movie. Although, it, it does add if, it, if it's an actor like that I like. Like, for Doctor Strange is a good example, right? Because I, Benedict I love Benedict Cumberbatch, and I was thrilled with the casting choice, and he did a phenomenal job. So that definitely added to my motivation to go see the movies. Um but I typically hover around the same genres, right? Like, you know, occasionally I'll throw in a romance movie with my wife or, um, you know, like a, a Disney-type movie that's uh, kind of family fun, friendly, whatever. Uh, Zootopia was actually on my top five. I need to watch that. That's, uh, I mean, they just... It's on Netflix now, I think. It is, yeah. And that's that's part of Netflix's Disney deal a couple months, I think, after the movies leave. They're going to put every Disney movie on Netflix. So, so Rogue One's going to be there in, like, February? Exactly. Like... Can you can you imagine that? It's That'd just be awesome. it's the best. Um, I don't know if Star Wars is excluded from that or not, but The Force Awakens isn't on there yet. No, it's not. That's why I was thinking that. None of them are. No. Except they got Clone Wars. That's it. They do. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Zootopia was on my top five. They just they did a really good job. The story was decent, um, but like the execution, I thought was brilliant. Whoa, there's an execution. There was execution in Zootopia. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it was fun. It was a fun like adventure to go on. It was funny. I mean, they just they play like I don't know if you ever saw like probably not, but uh, Sausage Party. No. Okay. So that's that's kind of like they they do a really good play on you know if we were animals. And we, you know, ran the world. Or if we were groceries and we ran the world. Like, they do a good job. It's funny, right? There's there's inside jokes. Can't say any about Sausage Party. But, you know, it. they did a really good job on it. Um, you know, so I do branch out. Uh, otherwise, I typically hover around the same genres, right? Superheroes are big just because action, right? They're the best. Um, and they get the most attention, so they get the best quality, uh, you know, production wise and, and they do attract some pretty big names so good acting mm-hmm. um horror is also one of my bigger genres that i tend to hover around i like being scared thrilled i don't know what you want to call it um i you like, like the thriller. I, I love being scared and i love making my wife sit through that and be scared with me <laughs> i don't know what it is um you're gonna sit here you're gonna like it. exactly yeah this is supposed to be really scary so you gotta watch and then she'll sit there and she'll close her ears and she'll close her eyes and I'm like, stop, stop, that's cheating, you know. Um, those movies are fun for me and I like doing that. Um, but I think when it comes to like the movies that I look back on and all like the movies that are like my favorite movies, they have a really good story and they tend to be more uh, dramas than anything else, um, you know, over action or horror. They're they're more based around the story. Like Inception's probably a really good example. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies, um, even though it's pretty. Uh, not Inception. Uh, the Departed is another one that is one of my uh, favorite movies of all time. It's got a really good story. It's it's brilliantly directed, uh, Martin Scorsese. But it, it's a little on the action side, like the gory side. But that. How long have I been talking? <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You, you have a, you have a face. <laughs> You're fine. Sorry, you asked me about movies. I'm just going. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so that is my criteria for watching movies. <laughs> That was perfect. Okay. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the point of our discussions is just to 
to freeform, right? Just to talk about what movies we love and yeah, why we like them. I even made it a point not to breathe, so that's impressive. Not to breathe? Not to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you just did all that without breathing. I just, uh, sometimes when I talk about movies, man, I just go. <laughs> well, so when I look at, you know, selecting movies and stuff like that to watch, in gaming, I like... Like I said, when I'm older now, I like shorter experiences. Right. Even though I sunk a whole lot of time into The Witcher, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, the the story is engrossing. My biggest criteria is story in in games for sure. Um, The mechanics is one thing because if you can't play it, then the story is not really. It doesn't matter. But to me, what keeps me wanting to play a game is the characters, the setting, and just how it all drives together with that story. So. The Witcher, perfect example. Great. The Telltale games are great too because they're all about characters. They're all about the story, and they're 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 chopped up into small, little bite-sized things that are perfect for a night. Yep. So, as I've, you know, had less time to to play a lot of games, I've gravitated more towards the Telltale games, right? Because I can say, hey, I want to play, you know, the Minecraft game. I've never played Minecraft before. But the Telltale game I might want to try because I tried the Telltale uh, Borderlands one. I never played Borderlands, and I loved it. Yeah. So, like, I want to do that. It's eight episodes, so that's eight nights. That's, wow. like, a week. It's one of the longer ones. <clears throat> yeah, it's the longest I think they have. So it's that's, like, a week worth of content right there. You know, I can go home and if I do it every night, which I probably wouldn't, and just slowly make my way through it and really enjoy the experience, the ride. And they have good replability, too, I think, right? Yeah, I had to fit that word in again. <laughs> but, you know... Um, I recently, to me, no, honestly. Only oh, once. Th- really? One time through. One time through is my story. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so like, you know, I bought the Batman Telltale. You bought the Batman? The Batman Telltale game. <laughs> the Batman. Yeah, he was, he was pretty cheap. <laughs> he was like, I need to sell myself. Crime's at an all-time low, so <laughs> he was pretty cheap. Do you guys need anybody to hang your clothes? <laughs> but anyway, so Black Friday deal, right? Episode one is free. Just so go claim it, right? And I got on this, Xbox. On Xbox, yeah. And I got the season pass for a little, little over thirteen dollars. So that's five episodes. So you another four episodes for thirteen dollars. I thought that was great. And I played the first maybe episode and a half. And I think Molly's done. Um, she's done like it. No, no, she, she's done. She uh, finished oh, it. Finished it all. And she's already talking about going back and making different choices because she wants to see. See, I don't. I can't the do outcome that. of that. With, with <clears throat> how different unless there's can an, it be though, right? Like, well, I guess it could be different. Like a person could die or whatever in one game. Um, for me, with with those type of stories, I like to just say, okay, this one playthrough, my decisions that I make, those are my decisions. And when they carry over to like the next game, that's really cool too. But what if you make bad decisions? You live with them. What if you make bad decisions in life? I don't know. I start the game over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's my philosophy on those types of games is because. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me if you're going to play that type of narrative story mm-hmm. just to go through it and be like, okay, I'm going to play this way and then this way. Then what is your definitive play, right? There, There isn't one at that point. Mindless. If I'm, what's that? Mindless. Mindless, yeah. If I go through it and I play through it one way, I'm happy with it. I'll continue on. I mean, there's, there's different games where you want everybody to live or whatever. That just won't happen. So you just got to go and live with your choices that you make. Yep. But... With uh, with that, if I want to find out what happened as another side, preferably I'll talk to somebody else who played it and just get their communal experience. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd just go onto YouTube and watch what happened. Unless the exception of this rule 
there's one exception to this rule, and I hate it if they do it, is if there's an achievement to do another thing. Oh, yeah. Which I hate that in those games. Well, they want you to play the game more than once. They want you to feel like you got a good amount of money. Like, oh, so, I mean, okay, so you go through the game once. Let's say you make your choices, good or bad, you live with them. And then you just play, like, that one week's worth of content, and then you're done, right? You never go back and play that game again. At that point, they don't care because you've already played right, it. You've already experienced money. it. they got the money. And you look at it's like five bucks for an episode, typically, yeah. on average, right? That's cheaper than going to see a movie. It is. And you got you know a couple hours worth of time out of it. It's perfect at that, at that point. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could double that, though, like, you know, maybe a year down the road. You, you go could. You can play it again. You could if you because wanted that's to. that's what Molly did with uh, The Walking Dead, the Telltale. She played the first two seasons, and then recently she's like, you know what I feel like playing again? I want to go through that again, even though she'd already done it once before. Mm-hmm. Maybe she made different choices. I don't know. So I can say that I did that. I went back and played the first season of Walking Dead and um, The Wolf Among Us. Okay, yeah. Because they were both on Xbox One, and the saves didn't carry over from Xbox 360 to Xbox One. Right. And I honestly didn't remember a lot of the the details. So I went back, and that was one of the exceptions where I played through it again. But again, this was my one playthrough. This is my save that will carry on to the next game, to the next game. So... That's the difference because it had been a while before I pl- or since I played them. So yeah. So, Mister Dewey, have you enjoyed your time on the podcast? I have very much. Like I said, it helps me. It's fun. Gives me motivation to watch the movie. Gives uh, gives me something to talk about. Look forward to vent if I have to. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope the listeners have had a similar experience uh, on the listening end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, not like oh, oh crap, this guy again coming on. You know, maybe with the last rant I did. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've had a really good time, and I appreciate you asking me to be on. It's been fun. It's been good having you. It's good to have somebody who is ex- excited to talk about movies and stuff like that as I am. It's good. Yeah, we to... don't always agree. Exactly. Too, right? You don't and have to. Different perspectives, mm-hmm. so it's good. And you see things differently, so different points yep. of view. So, these past hundred episodes for That's Entertaining have been weekly episodes. Week in, week out. And... I've alluded to it before, and in this episode, is like, my time is scanty. Mm-hmm. My time is hardly there anymore. He's becoming a big uh, podcaster just in general, right? He's like, what, on your what, third or fourth different <laughs> podcast? You're going to be like the podcast guy in Peoria. Just, you're just on all the podcasts. <laughs> no, I'm not that big. <laughs> uh, I mean, so actually talking about that, uh, That's Entertaining, obviously, was the first podcast that I started branched out into, and I still do these off and on when I have somebody I want to talk to, an entertaining chat, which is discussing inform, you know, dis- discussing something with somebody else who's also a creative person that's not necessarily tied to anything else. Right. It's just a, a talk, you know, kind of like what we're doing now in a way. Yeah. And so enter- entertaining chats were fun. Um, those are infrequent. Just whenever I get a chance to do one, I'll put one up. But the other thing that we spawned out of the That's Entertaining line is the League of Entertaining Gentlemen. Good name. And that's discussing comic book stuff. That's with Mo, usually, and Steve, so it's good to have them on. And I'm always excited to talk about stuff with them, even though I'm like a baby when it comes to comic book knowledge compared to them. It's fine. 
like Mo loves Hulk. Steve just knows everything about everything. So it's great to have them on and, and to honestly learn from what they know. It's it's great. I, I thought that I had a quick, pretty decent comic book knowledge until I talked to them. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, some people put you to shame, right? Yeah. What do you think you know? But it's like me talking to people about Star Wars, I think. So, you know, uh, I have a pretty in-depth Star Wars knowledge. It's not going to benefit anybody for anything productive, but I know it. Everybody has the, the things that they are passionate about. They spend the time to... You know, take the time to learn about them, and mm-hmm. they pass that knowledge around and around. It's good. Podcasts are a great way to communicate nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, so that's what we've done with that's entertaining. Uh, from there, you know, I I was on a Holocron Council for a while with uh, Jason Lacey from Flex Depose. I've guessed on, I've guessed it on Flex Depose and um, other podcasts. Obviously, play some video games. I'm a part of the team over there, so I'm on pretty frequently. Like I said, three, four. You're just going around. <laughs> it's good. Um, I was on We the Nerdy recently with with uh, oh wait We the Gamercast sorry where I was on We the Gamercast with Sean Capri recently uh, that was pretty fun got a chance to sit down and talk with him and you know it's just fun being able to meet all these different people on the way um, and turn it into something that's that, I mean okay there's no money in podcasting let's just say that much right. it's just a passion a project a hobby and honestly. I spend money to, to put out the podcast. I buy a microphone, I buy the Mac, I buy the hosting and everything. It's just fun to do. It's a, it's a great release, and I like it, and I enjoy it. That being said, announcement time. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, it has been my profound pleasure to speak with you week in and week out. However, the frequency must lengthen between our discussions because there's just not enough time in a month to watch and discuss three, four, maybe sometimes five different things. So going forward for the, I don't know, however long this lasts, (laughs) we'll do a monthly podcast going forward. So this will be the last podcast, well, maybe not. The, the, The first podcast of the new format will be in December. And you guessed it, Rogue One. Yes! My top movie is 2016. <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I haven't even seen it. It's going to be great. Uh, it's because it has Star Wars in the title. It's the nostalgia of Star Wars, right? It's, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Can't beat it. Um, so, going forward, we will be doing monthly episodes. The, the format may change just a little bit as far as what we discuss. I don't know if it'll be longer or the same length as we've, you've been expecting recently. Um, we'll see what we can change on that. But as far as the frequency goes, it's definitely uh, we're going to just do monthly uh, podcasts at this point for That's Entertaining. You probably have more to talk about, right? So it should mm-hmm. be longer. Or maybe we can have time to talk about more than one thing. Mm-hmm. And it gives the view. I think it's good, right? It gives the viewers time. It gives us more time to really... Focus in on what we're gonna be talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be good, and I'll give you more time to, you know, go seek out all the other podcasts that you haven't been on. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> now that, that that's not the purpose. Um, so look forward to that change. This is our so December twenty thirteen is when we no December twenty fourteen is when the podcast started. So our third anniversary, I think, is is just around the corner. So that's going to be episode... Uh, uh, episode 8. 
That's not eight. Rogue One. Well, Rogue One's this year, right? Yeah. And then your third, if you started December 2014, December 2017. Yes. Would episode, be episode eight. eight would be your... Yeah. So, Star Wars is going to be our anniversary be our episode. Year. There you go. Nice. That's awesome. Because I think, actually, The Force Awakens was pretty close to our one-year anniversary as well. And then your five-year anniversary will be episode nine if they stay on track. They're supposed to move into May at episode some point. Nine? At some point. Oh, I don't know when. I actually really like the December releases. It's I mean, it gives nice. me something. It ends the year at the bang, gives me something to look for on top of the holidays. You know, everything's mm-hmm. kind of slower, at least for me at work and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I like the December releases. Yeah. Plus, everything's so kind of cluttered in the spring and summer as far as movies are concerned because everybody tries to release them at the same time. So, mm-hmm. whatever. It's Star Wars. I'll be there. It's Star Wars. We're all going to be there. You know it. <laughs> so, Alex, you said that you compiled the top list yes Let, let's hear your list okay you want, it, want me to do movies or games first let's go uh let's go games okay so games uh batman the telltale series number five snuck in at number five like i said i, I really that was like a, a recent purchase too uh, yeah, yeah yesterday was that based on the first episode only huh uh two episodes i think i've played almost all the way through and molly's played through like the entire thing so i watched her as well so um you know, I I did enjoy the Walking Dead Telltale games, but I, I just I guess I just connect more with Batman. The subject um, matter you like, yeah. Yeah, the subject matter is better, and it's a little more actionable. Um, the decisions are more uh, intense, you know. And uh, did you chew um, your candy while you were making those decisions? <laughs> it was pretty intense. I wish I had some crunch some <laughs> crunch bites. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a really good story. Um, and it's more like a movie than it is really a game. You know, there's just not much skill involved. But And I also like the fact that I got it for 13 bucks. I mean, you know... Well, the first I, episode you have for free. Yeah, and then so, I mean, that's why it cracked into my top five. My only five. Um, mm. But, you know, that was great. Uh, Gears of War 4 is, of course, number four. It's going to be good. Xbox Anywhere, it's, it's going to be... You need to put an asterisk on there. Yeah. It's, look, Gears of War 4 is going to be good. The gameplay is going to be very, very similar. It's going to be more story, more content, new maps, multiplayer aspects, some other modes on top. They're introducing the Xbox Anywhere with that, so that'll be cool. Uh, not that I'm going to use it too often. Um, and uh, I just actually, you know, they're, they're doing the Black Friday deals. It comes in the bundle Xbox uh, S one terabyte for two ninety nine, or you can get the limited edition with the ultimate edition of Gears of War for three ninety nine. Microsoft Store, I just got it twenty five dollars off. I just bought it for thirty five flat. So I think for a brand new uh, select title and Microsoft exclusive thirty five dollars for a brand new game, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's it's a good that's a good get. Yeah, I agree. Um, so number three and two are going to be my sports games, uh, Madden and NBA 2K. I ranked NBA 2K higher than Madden, even though I lean more towards football than I do basketball, because when it comes down to it at the end of the day, it's about gameplay, right? And 2K does a better job with gameplay uh, than Madden does. I, I, feel, I still feel uh, frustrated at times with Madden. I feel helpless sometimes mm-hmm. when I play, when people play a certain way. Um, so the gameplay is better. So Madden 3, NBA 2K, uh, number two. And then my number one game that came out this year. I haven't played too much of it, but more than any other games, I guess, besides Madden. Um, Overwatch. Really? You played that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Xbox? Yep. Why haven't we played yet? 
I don't know. I don't play. I need to play. Maybe because I hardly ever play. <laughs> I need somebody to play with. Because I, I played literally just the tutorial so far in that game. Yeah, um, the multiplayer is really good. I mean, it's, it's, it's all multiplayer, right? Um, it, it's really team-based. It's different, so it's not, it's not Halo, and it's not Call of Duty, and it's not even a combination of the, the two. It's, it's, it's its own thing. It's unique. It's fun. It's, it can be mindless. It can be competitive. Um, and, uh, you know, Blizzard does a really good job on games. I think the DLC is just built into the price of the game. I haven't had to pay for any DLC yet. They've introduced new characters, new maps. Um, and that's also got a Black Friday uh, deal going on. For that too, yeah, 35, 40% off. So, I mean, that's. <laughs> you can't beat that, right? It's a brand new game, hours and hours of content. It, it never gets old. So, that's why Overwatch is my number one game of 2016. And we need to play together. We should. But I'm not good. I'm not either. I don't play together. I don't even play. I mean, you made it through the tutorial. I got the good enough to do that. (laughs) I'm good enough to put the disc in the tray. (laughs) So, how about your movie list? Um, So, movies. I already mentioned that Zootopia made my number three. Um, I let slip that Star Wars was my number one uh, because it's it's Star Wars based on the trailer alone. Based on Star Wars, (laughs) that's it. I mean, the trailers do help. It does look like it's going to be a good quality movie. Right, it does look like it's a story that I wanted to see uh, for a long time, right? So I think it's going to be good regardless. And it's going to be the first Star Wars movie. Um, not episodic. Live action. That's not, A, yeah, not episodic. Yeah. Well, nah. so there was, the Clone Wars had a movie that was released in theaters, but for live action Star Wars. Yeah. And this is the first movie that's not episodic, like you said, and also not scored by John Williams. This will be scored by Michael Giacchino. Can't go wrong there, right? I mean, he's been killing it lately in mm-hmm. everything that he does. But like some of the scenes in these trailers for Rogue One have just been chilling, uh, just in a good way. So that's why I know this is going to be my number one before I've even seen it. I put Civil War right after it, number two, because I thought, um, you know, uh, superhero movies just attract everybody to the theaters. And I, I just thought this was just all around just kind of a, a very complete superhero movie from from start to finish, and I, I felt like you get good uh, good bang for your buck. It's a pivotal point in the MCU, and um, I thought they did a really good job with it, with all the characters. I mean, you think about like all these movies that have one star or two stars and a couple supporting characters, right? The fact that they were able to get all these stars together and make it work in, in one two-and-a-half-hour format, that's, that's, a, that's a good accomplishment. So mm-hmm. that's why it's my number two. And I'm going to guess your number one. Zoolander 2. Well, I'm going down. So Star Wars was number one. Oh, okay. Uh, Civil War, then Zootopia. Sorry, I'm going out of order because I just I can't keep secrets. I just, <laughs> there's just spoilers all over the place. So Rogue One, number one. Civil War, number two. Zootopia, number three. Did I mention number four? I don't know. Is that, is okay, that so Zoolander 2? Okay, so, okay, so Zoolander is not on my list. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, it was fun, but it's just, I don't know, it just doesn't crack my top five, yeah. right? But that um, beaver scene. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that that would have been the only reason why it cracked my top five right there. That was just the best. Um, and they, they opened with that, too. That was just phenomenal. Um, I put Doctor Strange at number four. And I know that you probably disagree with that, right? But eh. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought um, the, the way that it was done was... For, for a superhero that I don't know too much about, and um, I'm not huge on the supernatural side of things, uh, they I thought they did a really good job. Benedict did a great job making it his own character. It was funny. It was 
Uh, I thought they did a good job with the story that they chose to tell for the the origin movie. And I keep wanting, I keep finding myself wanting to see that movie again. I already saw it in theaters twice, but I keep wanting to see it again. So it had to make my top five. Um, And then I was looking at all these other movies that I saw. And, you know, like, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane was good. Batman vs. Superman was Ooh, all right. 10 Cloverfield Lane was this that, year, wasn't I it? mean, that was very good uh, for, for what it was supposed that, to I'm be. I'm surprised that's not on your list, being like a thriller kind of. Yeah, I mean, it was a struggle between the one that I picked and, and 10 Cloverfield Lane. I didn't care for Star Trek Beyond. Suicide Squad was uh, about right up there with Batman vs. Superman was okay. Same thing with X-Men Apocalypse. Um, you know, Jason Bourne, typical action movie. Um, Disappointing. Yeah, I mean it's it's standard, nothing to write home about. But I actually put Independence Day Resurgence on my as my number five on my top five list. I just I I like the the story, the concept. I think it's it's it was between that and Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, but I just I don't know. Maybe it's just a nostalgia thing because like you know the the Independence Day, the first one in '97 was like one of my favorite movies of all time. So mm-hmm. maybe that's just nostalgia. Um, and it was a little out there uh, comparative to the first one. You know, it got a little ridiculous towards the end. But um, overall, I think they just they did a as good a job as I could expect someone for, what, 10? Was it 10, 20 years? 20, 20 years after, you know, and without one of the original stars, right? So um, I, I think it was a great effort. Um, I was entertained throughout the, the whole movie. It was well-paced. So I'm putting it as my number five. Respectable. I got no, I got no qualms with that. That's fine. Good list. Thanks. All right. I don't have any lists because, you know, I didn't. Didn't come prepared to your own podcast. How embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything else you'd like to say for this 100th episode, Mr. Doehy? Congratulations on the 100th episode. And I'm glad I was a part of however many I was a part of, but (laughs) that I was on the 100th episode. Very it's been a pleasure. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find the podcast, obviously, wherever you found it, on iTunes, <laughs> Google Play, <laughs> Stitcher. We've gotten to 100. We don't care anymore. Uh, where else did we find it? Uh, all, all the places. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we thank you for listening. <laughs> because... <laughs> Ah, uh, it's, it's funny. Okay, so you can found the podcast. Congratulations! But you can also reach out, and you can find. I'm sorry, I have to look away from me. You can find uh, the podcast on Twitter at Entertaining Pod. You can find me, my giggling self, at Voiced by Nathan. On Twitter. Alex, are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at D O U E 1 H 1, and that is also my Xbox Live gamer tag. And I'm on Xbox Live at Spider Jedi. And that's that's it for this episode, I think. Uh, again, ladies, gentlemen, whoever's listening out there, we thank you for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode and the over 100 podcasts that are available on the feed uh, to this point. And, again, you won't, won't hear from us 
for a little bit longer than usual because we'll be uh, doing the December episode with Rogue One after that releases. So, Alex, I look forward to talking Star Wars with you next time we meet. Oh, yeah. It's going to be nice. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening, and we hope that you have been entertained. Entertained.